0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. As you know, this podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their stories and life experiences with you all in the hopes to help more people to find their true purpose and meaning to life. Today I have another incredible guest that's going to share so much wisdom with you all. His name is Andoni Silva and he is someone that struggled in his childhood as he always felt unwanted and unaccepted. People didn't even know how to pronounce his name, so they called him Tony instead and thought that was okay. 20 years later, he landed his dream job and everyone around him thought that his life was great and he must be successful. They were wrong. He didn't feel fulfilled or happy. Being a digital marketing director at all didn't make him happy. He went through a lot of internal traumas and pain, but couldn't find a way out. Four years after that, he decided to live a life with no plans. He wanted to explore Asia and explore the world, so he quit his entire life and job and bought a one-way ticket to India that changed his life because he found meditation and mindfulness that finally helped him accept himself as he was. Today, he empowers makers to believe in themselves and create an impact beyond their limits from the inside out. In this episode, Andoni shares how one can stop overthinking things in their life and learn to accept themselves for whom they are. He also talks about meditation and mindfulness and how having a routine or practice in your daily life can truly make a positive impact towards getting more results and reaching your full potential. So Without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Andoni, thank you so much for being on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I am so grateful to have you on the show to share your wisdom and your knowledge because I know that your story is 100% going to inspire everyone listening to this episode today. And I just want to acknowledge the way that we met, of course, through LinkedIn because, as I always tell the listeners, networking is so important and building genuine, real connections with people all around the world is so important because. You never know when you can help someone and you never know when you can be of service and you never know when they can also help you. So the way that we connected through LinkedIn was amazing. You know, one of us sent the other person a message. We got connected and start talking. And I saw your I saw your bio in your in your profile and I was like, wow, this person is someone that used to work in like massive, you know, million dollar organizations but says that their life, you know, they, they didn't feel fulfilled and happy in life, and now they're a transformational coach and they've completely shifted their whole uh, like career to doing something that they love and that they're passionate about, and you're genuinely helping so many people find their real self. So, Andonia, I'm just super grateful to have you on the show, and I really want you to just basically introduce yourself to people to to everyone listening. And I I know that your story, the story that you shared with me, is gonna inspire so many of them. So please. The, the show, this is
1: all yours, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, first of all, thank you, Sadiq, for inviting me to be part of your podcast. I'm very happy to, to be here and to have the opportunity to share my story and to, to inspire others. And to, to meet you, in, because I believe in this working beyond these uh, messages on LinkedIn, right? I, I believe in personal and human connections. And it's it's nice to, to connect at that level with you. So my story, well, everything started when I was eight years old and I was living in the north of Spain um, with my family, of course. And, and my dad lost his job, so he had to move to Mallorca, the place where I'm living right now, and it's an island over 1,000 kilometers far from home and and i still remember the first day in our new home that i go out through of the balcony and and i see two boys of my age and suddenly they start laughing at me and and a minute after they are throwing wet toilet paper paper against me so i was shocked and and disoriented by that because i mean i didn't expect that and as a kid you you don't know how to how to manage Mm. how to deal with these things right and then at school I noticed that they speak a different language, they speak Catalan here, and even the teachers cannot pronounce my name properly. So everyone changed my name to Tony. So wow. I feel the weirdest boy in the city at that moment, yeah. and I never feel like I'm fitting in, and I feel so so alone and unaccepted. And and, and so... 20 years later, I got hired by a multimillion company as a digital marketing director for the whole group. And it was a dream job. And, and I always wanted to have a job like that, right? And I noticed that everyone was so proud of me and, and everyone seems to admire me a lot. And And I got to work every day um, with sudden dye, and everyone knows me and I have everything in life I wanted to have. And maybe life looked great from, on, on paper, looked great from, from the outside, but deep inside there was something really missing. And I was still in this chasing for more and more over and over. And of course I didn't find that in, in, in my in my profession, in my career. So I started to do other things. I started to search other things, and then i was in a very toxic relationship with a married woman for 2 years and i got into into drugs and addicted to alcohol like drinking on a daily basis and at some point i was like no way this this <laughs> this, this is not a a, life, a the life that i really want to live right so i started to take responsibility of my own life and i decided to to have a trip and to to, to walk alone 400 kilometers um, in in a journey that we have here in Spain, it's called Camino Santiago. I think in English it's uh, Jacob's Road, and and that that changed my life. Um, walking 22 days uh, completely alone in that journey and and really having a lot of pain because I got injured the second day, but still I continued. And I still remember that I, the, 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 the day I'm almost getting to the end, I see the ocean there and, and I just started to cry. And I felt like the power within me, you know, like, wow, if I can do this, I'm, I'm able to do anything in life. Mm. And that was almost, uh, that was in 2008 or 2009. So it's already over 10 years. And, and that changed my, my perspective of life. And then the next trip, I went to India, and I was spending one month in India, and, and that's, that really was a life-changing uh, trip. So I started there with yoga and meditation and exploring more about ancient philosophies and getting, getting deeper into how human um, works and, and how why we are in the way we are, and what's the meaning of life, and why we are here, and all of these questions that are very tough to go and, and then, after the trip um, to India, I decided that I wanted to live a different life. But still, my fears, and of course, the fear of failure, the fear of getting out of that comfort zone, even though it was not making me happy, was making me uh, feel stuck in in that in that life, so it took me about four years to make the decision of quitting my life, and and by then I quit everything here. So I rent out my man, I quit my relationship with my girlfriend at that moment, and I I just left everything, I sold everything, I just. Um, just give everything to to my friends, and I, I didn't get anything, just a couple of of boxes where I was um, leaving a few books and and things that I that were uh, important to me. And, and then I used to travel, and I went to India again, and I was living there for three months. and then I explored Asia. I, I went also to, to Thailand. And, we, and I started to to go very deep with with this ancient knowledge and reading hundreds of books and and meeting amazing teachers from all over the world and and just finding something deeper to to that s- success as we we think it's, it, it is right when, when we are young especially yeah and then that brought me um, to to a very to have a very deep understanding of how human works and how our mind works. However, I was always very skeptical, and I think this is interesting because I I know many people. I meet many people that that they have some resistance to believe in in the spiritual aspects, right? And I, I have been there, and I know that. So, so that led me to to really explore more about the connection between science and modern science, like science and quantum physics, with spiritual ancient um, knowledge. And what I found that it's it's, it's amazing is that what mystics said thousands of years ago is what science is proving now. Yeah. And it's like, wow, man, it's, this is. Some, something is wrong, right? Because if if we had taken thousands of years to get to a conclusion that this is working and this is something that it's it's real, well, I think we have to open a bit more our mind, right?
0: Definitely.
1: And and then I started to apply all that knowledge and to to get to to a conclusions and to very very particular um, ways of of. Of living or ways of um yeah living life and and I started to to apply that particular approach with all what I learned and and then amazing things started to happen and this was yeah three four years ago when I started to to just applying this and then I met the the love of my life and now we are it actually and then I I started with my coaching business and I started meeting amazing people and helping them and and really supporting them and then we started um, my wife and I we started with organizing transformational retreats and in the last two years we have run over six transformational retreats hosting hundreds of people And seeing how these people transformed by just sharing with them basic concepts that are so simple to understand. But we don't know because we we never learned that at school or our parents never teach teach us those kind of things that are crucial for our happiness and for our fulfillment in life. So that's a bit um, my story and how I got to the point where, where I'm now uh i'm back in Mallorca again because uh i was missing i was i was living abroad for over 4 years and yeah i felt it's time to 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 come back and to live uh fully here in the <laughs> here in uh, here in, uh, in the place where my family is my friends as well and and the uh, amazing food we have here in spain that i was actually missing, so
0: missing yeah <laughs> oh, that's amazing i love it i, I love the fact that Um, like just just your story in general like how it's I mean if I was to be inside your head right now and just kind of think of how you how you were at that time then like you said like you had the dream job you know you had the amazing life You, you were in other people's or in society's eyes you were already successful right but people never see inside, right? They never look deep within. They look at other people's external and think, oh, this guy, they, he's got the money, the cars and the houses and the good job and the career. He must be really successful and happy in life. But they never look at that person or they never even have a conversation with that person. Like, hey, are you, are you okay? Like, are you genuinely happy with what you have? Because most mm. of the time people put on like a facade, meaning like they put on this face where we, we believe in what they're externally telling us but we know internally they're wrong. Or we, know, or we can right. feel like our intuition tells us that they're not really happy. So do you know, for you when, you, when you made that transformation from having the dream job to having your coaching business now and doing something that you truly, truly love and you find like, you know, fulfillment in, which moment in, in, in your lifetime was it that, like, was it like a specific thing you did or that happened to you that you know, had that aha moment in your, in your mind that thought, Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.: Yeah, one thing I, I want to say is that, that that dream job and then that dream life somehow of, of success that we most of us we, we, we want to achieve, it came from a place of, of it, 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 came out, it came out of fear. It came because I was so unac- I, I was feeling so unaccepted by others, and that's coming from my childhood, right so without noticing i was looking for more to have that recognition and to feel accepted mm. so of course that didn't work and that's why i felt meaningless and 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 i felt that my life was was not good and then in during my my trip something that was really life changing to me was when i was for uh, 9 days in Absolute silence, and absolute silence means no reading, no writing, no listening to music, not even looking at each other's side, not saying even one word for nine days, meditating 14 hours a day, having the last meal at 12 p.m., and, and, and that, that's so powerful, man, and I, I still remember I was there, I think it was the sixth day after being there or the fifth one and and to me i we just finished lunch and I went for for a walk just in nature, and I was just observing the squirrels and the trees and the leaf of the trees and and everything around me man and and I started to cry just suddenly, like phew, was the sensation of a deep bliss sensation, and at that moment, I realized that. Everything we need for our happiness, it's just to breathe and to have our heart beating. We don't need anything else. And, and that, that moment really changed my, my perception of life because at that moment I realized that no matter if, if others were accepting me or not because I was accepting myself as a human. So that, that was really the shift in my mind that that started to 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 make me see life in a different way and to to really act from from my heart instead of looking for others acceptance. Mm,
0: No, I love that that's that's one of the messages that I share with everyone is that you know when when you truly find happiness in what you want to do and not what others others want you to do or what others tell you to do that's when you really be happy right and then the other thing I just took from what you said was you, you just found like a deep sensation of of gratitude. Like you just, mm. you genuinely just thought, man, like I'm looking at the squirrels and the nature and the tree and, and, and finding that inner bliss and peace. And you must've just thought, this is what makes me happy. I, like, I wish I can stay here forever and just live with this, in this present moment. And talking mm. about present moment, cause you touched on mindfulness. What's your thoughts on mindfulness in terms of like how... If someone listening to this right now is probably going through some hard times or they're struggling with something in their life, how how can they find that piece that you found? How do they how do they find the deep sensation of gratitude and and what practices like that they can actually do practically right now that can help them be more present in their life and focused?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let, let let me let me share something with you. I think it's a it's a very interesting topic because. The, at, at the end, the aim of being present and being mindful is to experience happiness, right? Yeah. And, and that's something I talk about in my retreats. And when I ask people, what is happiness for you? Usually people answer with the things that make them happy, but not with the definition of happiness itself. Mm-hmm. So if we all are looking for happiness, I think first we need to understand what happiness is, Right, And for me, after exploring so many different philosophies of life, I got to the conclusion that, well, happiness, it's, it's occurring in our mind, right? It's something that it, it, it's made up in our mind. And how, how happiness occur? well, we only need one single thing. And sometimes we do it consciously, but most of the time we do it subconsciously. And that single thing we need is gratitude. Mm -hmm. So we can say that happiness is a state of mind that comes from gratitude, right? So when we are happy because we are spending time with our family, with with our friends, or having fun, it's because at some level of our consciousness, we uh, we are feeling grateful, right? And then that brings that feeling of happiness, right? It's like, oh, how lucky I am that I'm here. Mm-hmm. Then what happens is that we struggle to, to be grateful when we, we are experiencing some adversity in life. Yeah. And that's actually where we need to, to be more grateful about it because there is nothing such a um, failure, or, or yeah, I mean, every failure can be taken as a, as a lesson as well, right? So when we practice gratitude, we focus our attention on the positive aspect of everything that happened in life. And a very good example, I, I like to say that we have unlimited stories, right? So what we see and what, what we live in our life, it's not real, it's just apparently real right and it's somewhere in mind that it's making it real for us yeah. so a very good example is when we are in a relationship and we, we break up in that relationship and there are so many different uh, stories that we can say to ourselves about that event right so one of them could be uh, how miserable I feel this is so bad and I, I waste my time and this is not working and this is me and blah 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 that's one story right? Yeah. And usually it's how we take it when we when we break up in a relationship. But then there is another story that could be like oh how grateful I feel that I had the opportunity to spend beautiful time with this person and actually I'm learning a lot from, from this event even though it's, it's not so nice to feel it but I'm grateful because of it. You see it's the same event mm-hmm. but the interpretation of it is completely different. And that interpretation is what creates that state of happiness, right? It's feeling grateful about any event that happens in life. And a very good tool I found for this is to use a distinction. And that distinction is the distinction between love and fear. So love and fear are the most basic feelings of a human being. So everything that is, let's say, somehow positive or supportive, it's coming from love, yeah? So kindness, joy, um, happiness, everything that is positive comes from love. And love is connected to our our heart. Mm -hmm. And everything what is fear is connected with our mind. And it's all about negative things like sadness, um, jealousy, anger, all of this is coming from fear. If you ask yourself from where is coming this, well, it's, it's from fear, fear of loss, fear, fear of not being loved or any kind of fear, but that's the basic feeling at the end. So when an event happens or when we have to make a decision or even when we wake up and we have to, to go to the office, we have to ask ourselves, Am I doing this out of love or out of fear? Mm. And if it, the answer is I'm doing this from fear, well, then you need to find out how you can make that, how, how you can shift that and, and make, it, make that decision out of love. Yeah, And then when you act from, from that place of love, everything starts to change. Because when we act from fear, we, we get frustrated. We, get, we, we have the sensation that we are not being truly authentic, that we are doing things because we feel is what we have to do, but not because we really uh, feel it deep inside, right? So that's, that aspect, that distinction of love versus fear, I think it's crucial and it's something that we should learn at school to, in order to, to lead our life in the direction that we truly want to, to take it.
0: No, I agree. It's something that you said as well, you know, how when we make decisions in our life, it always, when I think back to it now as well, personally, it's always been out of love or out of fear. And it's like you said, the positive is linked with the love and the negative is linked with the fear. Uh, with the fear. And I, I, I truly believe like a lot of people that I meet nowadays, they, they do things from the head, not from the heart. Mm. So they think too much and they don't do enough. And they they probably spend too much time alone thinking and thinking, and then they get deep down into this rabbit hole. And I think that's what obviously goes and causes them to be stressed and, and go into depression and stuff like that. Um, what are some of your kind of – like, have you have you ever had clients or people in, that you've helped that were, like, stuck in maybe an overthinking mode or they just were – they had too many deep thoughts – that will just dig deep in their heart, and they never, they never got to express themselves as the person or you know the
1: person they are, or do something that they really love. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's something I see on a weekly basis, and pretty much on everything that comes to to the the retreats as well, either with with my clients. And it's 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 a problem of the society. I mean, it's 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 not an individual problem. If we look at everything that is surrounding us, well, what happened when we are kids? We learn to suppress our emotions, mm. right? If we are sad, if we are crying, usually the message we get is don't cry, don't be sad, right? Yeah. So we have to, to be aware that our mind is programmed, right? It's, it's our subconsciousness that is leading us, that this making us to, to 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 make up life, 95% subconscious neuroscience said. So, so the problem is that we are so much in our heads, not in our heads. So that leads, of course, to anxiety and to stress and to overthinking. Overthinking, I think it's, it's the main problem. And we think over and over and we give uh, r- circles around the same things but we don't really get to a conclusion, mm. right? Mm. So, so the thing with this is, is that we really need to go deeply. We really need to, to connect with our hearts and to, to see light from a different perspective. I always like to say, I, I have a, a, a graphic that I explain, and it's about the glasses of belief. And these glasses, imagine that we all have this pair of glasses and one of the glass of the glasses is it's coming from what we learned yeah everything we learned when we were kids from our family from our teachers from everyone around us it's it's what we learned and the other one is what we experience Mm. so everything we have experienced in life it's also how it's it's conditioning how we see the world and how we interpret what's what is happening in the world the problem is that we see the world with through these glasses mm. yeah and the problem is that no matter how much i think i always see it from the same perspective yeah so it's like if imagine that with these glasses you can only see green colors yeah and i have another pair of glasses that allow me to see red green and blue yeah and you are stuck saying, oh, shit, I need to, I need to, to, to see uh, red, red color. I'm going to do my best to see red colors. And you are in your mind, how can, I make, make to, how can I see red colors, right? And you don't realize that it's not about you. It's about the glasses that you are wearing. So it's when you take off those glasses that you can see life from a different perspective.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah that's powerful yeah it's a very very good example of how we see life right mm. and then what is interesting here is that we get upset with people that see the world in a different way yeah so that happened with with politics or with religion right it's because we learn something different and we experience something why don't, different. Why don't you believe what i believe yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: yeah, so so yeah it's it's interesting. At the end of the day, like, I, I just believe, like, I think arguments happen because people have this disagreement uh, and because not, the person they're having an argument with doesn't agree with or accept the way that they see things. But it's like you said, every single one of us has a different perspective on life, and we have to respect that. We cannot, we cannot like, tell others what to do, how to do things, or how they should be living their life. We all have our own individual journey and our own individual lives to live, and we should just do. Again, it comes back to the root cause of what we were talking about earlier. We should just do what makes us happy, not not your friend, not your mom, not your dad, not your sisters, your brother, your cousins, your 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 work colleagues. It's about us. Like what actually makes you happy? That's what truly matters.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally agree with that. And actually something um something that fascinates me it's it's how we uh i lost out what i wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of those moments we all have those moments
0: and don't worry about <laughs> sometimes it happens to me like a soul just about to say something so beautiful and amazing and this piece of wisdom is about to come out and then it's like damn
1: where the hell yeah. did it go <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and that's and that's
1: exactly. a part of life bro
0: <laughs>
1: yeah it is absolutely um yeah so now nah, i lost it man <laughs>
0: <laughs> no we'll come back to it we'll come back to it it's, it's gone it's gone in the back of the head it'll, it'll come back when you remember it um but yeah but i wanted to actually ask you so do you know there are a lot of people that i meet that tell me um how do they stop overthinking how does someone, so How so? How would you answer that? Because I answer it in a different way, in the way I see it. But how would you? How would you, What would you say to that person?
1: And you, how do I stop overthinking? Mm-hmm. Overthinking is something I, I had, I think, my entire life, and and it's a very human. I mean, we we have an average of 10,000 a day, so of course. We, we have <laughs> this amount of thoughts, right? Yeah. And it, it's interesting when, when I talk to people about me and when I ask, have you meditation? And many answer like, yes, you know, I tried, but I can stop thinking. And like, you would never stop thinking. And that's, that's a big misunderstanding with meditation that we, we believe that we have to empty our mind of, of thoughts, right? And it's not like that. We need those thoughts. Um, overthinking. I mean, overthinking, it's, it's not always bad. We can, we can get something positive out of overthinking. The problem is that when this thinking, it's, it's limiting us, right? That's the problem. So when, when we are feeling like, for example, that somehow I, I feel that I'm not good enough, and then i overthinking, right? Oh, I have to study more, or I have to do this, or I, I will try that, or, or whatever. That's limiting us, right? So how do we stop overthinking? Well, one of tools that for me really helped me is meditation as a daily practice. And many people try meditation and they, they just go and back and, and all the time, but they, they don't have consistency in meditation. Yeah. And meditation, it's, it's like going to, to the gym, but for the mind. So if we want to be more focused, if we want to have more control over our thoughts, we really need to train our mind, right? Because the average of attention of a human being is around eight seconds. And that's the same like goldfish, you know? So... so we have to do something about it if we want to train that. I think
0: they now it's got it's gotten worse. Uh, the, the average um, attention span of a human being is now worse than a goldfish. I, I think so, because <laughs> of the
1: phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so too, yeah. It's like not, not even two seconds. Uh, so it depends on the addiction you have to social. <laughs>
0: yeah. 100%. I, I, but I think so, it actually comes back to listening. Like I think the piece, the reason why people... Attention span is so, um, so limited is because they don't listen to understand. Something. They listen just to reply something from their mouth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And something that, that I really like to, to explain It's I love distinction. So, there's distinction as well. And distinction is the distinction between thoughts and thinking. Yeah. So, I like to give this with an analogy of, of surfing. Right? In Bali, there is a lot of surf, and if there are people that surf, they, they, they know what I'm talking about. So if you're a surfer and you go to the ocean, there are lots of waves, right? And the waves are like the thoughts in our mind. So can you stop the waves in the ocean? No. Nope. Not really, right? <laughs> so in the same way, you cannot stop the thoughts in your mind, because that's the nature of our mind. Mm -hmm. right however if you are a surfer and in this case if you meditate or if you have some control about your thoughts you pick up those waves that you want to surf yeah Yeah. so when you pick up and you are on the top of the wave that's your thinking Mm. yeah so you cannot choose your thoughts but you can choose your thinking
0: i love that that's so true yeah is it clear? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I love that. Because... And,
1: uh, yeah, so, so, so the problem is that we have so many thoughts and it's our subconscious programming that is picking up those thoughts. And then we create thinking around those thoughts. Mm. So the thoughts are going to still... They are going to be there forever. But it's our ability that we can develop to pick up the right thoughts, the thoughts that are supportive, the thoughts that are really supporting us in our journey to be happier, to achieve bigger things, to find more fulfillment, right? So for me overthinking, that's why I said overthinking is not always bad unless it's limiting us. So if we have overthinking around positive things, that's great. Right, because it's supporting you. It's, 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 it's um, a beating your 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 mood and it's, it's, it's really an upgrade for yourself. Yeah,
0: I love that. So let's say for the person that is overthinking right now, how do they actually, like, because so many people that I speak to, they tell me they're overthinking and then I give them the advice, similar to what you said. They, I guess because they're, they're either surrounded by the wrong people, they have a lot of negativity around them. so how do they how mm-hmm. how can they genuinely get to the root cause and and and, and genuinely like change that? because like it's, it's mm-hmm. one thing to say things and to inspire them or to motivate them through words or through act- or through you know giving them advice on what to do. but it's another thing on how does someone actually practically get out of their head? and into motion and into action.
1: Yeah. This reminds me to, um, to this, this urgency we have nowadays and to this instant rewarding, right? It's like, I'm overthinking. I'm going to Google how to, how to overcome overthinking. And I, I expect to have an instant solution. Right. Yeah. And I have to say that it's not like that. Mm. I have to say that you have to take responsibility of your life and you have to to really commit to make a change. And it's a journey. It's a journey of awareness. It's a journey of being more aware of your thoughts, of your way of thinking, of your beliefs, right? So uh, what, what I would recommend is first start practicing meditation on a daily basis. Even if it's minutes a day, you we all have time to practice meditation minutes a day and serve your thoughts. So the the main benefit about meditation is that helps to raise our awareness. And it's only when we are aware of the thoughts we have and of the beliefs we have that we can make decisions and we can have better choices. So the problem is that we, we function in, in our in, in automatic mode so we don't really understand why we are overthinking, right? So the first step for me is to raise your awareness. Well, the first one actually is take responsibility and be committed to to overcome that, right? And then start taking action, do the work because that work is only you who can do it, right? And I have spent a lot of time alone by myself. And, and I can tell that people are terrified to spend time alone. It's like, we don't know how to spend that time alone, right? It's like, we always have to do something or some entertainment or TV or the phone or social media or whatever it is. We are always doing things and we need to spend time with ourselves. So it's, it's like understanding your friends, you know, it's like why your best friends are your best friends well, you have to spend time with them because you have been listening to them, because you have been giving them advice and they have been giving ad- advice to you, right? Now, there is no more important person than yourself in your entire life. Exactly. You are the only one that is going to be with yourself until you right. die, right? So if you don't spend time with yourself, if you don't become friends with yourself, how how can you understand what's going on right? so that, that that so that brings me on
0: to self love and self acceptance and you know self realization so now after they've overcome the overthinking and they've taken action and they've surrounded themselves with the right people now how do they actually accept themselves how do they um how do they find self love because that's like a whole another topic by itself but like whats what have you what have you personally done to find some kind of self-fulfillment where you've accepted yourself you're happy with who you are you you're not you're not beating yourself up about things that um doesn't make you happy how can someone that listening right now how can they find some level of self-love where they where they wake up every day grateful for their life and they're just like you know they love themselves and they they care about themselves they take that time for self-care to, to do whatever makes them happy, to find that inner peace, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first thing for me comes from authenticity. And, and that's, as you said before, we have some facades, right? We, we have different faces depending on who we are surrounded by. Yeah. And we have to be authentic. We have to be ourselves because otherwise we cannot accept ourselves, right? If I'm being someone else, I cannot accept that person because it's not me, mm. right? So the first step is, is to really be authentic with who you are. And no matter if others accept you or not, but at least if you are being authentic, the ones that will love you, they will love you because who you truly are, exactly, yeah. not because the one you you want to be, right? And And from that place of authenticity is where you can start really loving yourself and as again for me the the crucial tool there is is the distinction of love versus versus fear so if you make decisions from love and not from fear that's a way of self-loving yeah so if you make decisions from love and you are being very authentic you are already taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. And also very important here is to set boundaries about ourselves. Right. A very good example is that if I come to you and I hit you on the face, you probably are going to react and you're going to say, Hey man, what, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Why are you hitting me? Yeah. Because it's a physical pain. It's a physical thing. Right. Mm -hmm. However, we allow ourselves to receive negativity from people. We allow people to to tell us negative things and to to share their fears with us, and we don't set any boundary. And we we allow that violence, that emotional violence, without saying anything about it. However, when it's physical, we instantly react. Mm. So that's important as well to set the boundaries and say, okay, I'm not going to allow people that, that they, they are saying negative things at me. I'm not going to allow people in my life that they, they don't support my dreams. Right. And of course the question about this, it's when people are surrounded by a family that they are not really supportive. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and they have their own fears and, and that's, that's the challenge. And I know because somehow my family has been like that as well. Mm. I mean, I'm very lucky about them, but, but of course they, they, they grew up in a different environment with different values of life. And, mm. and with the best intention, they teach us the best they can. Mm. But this can be, um, can be limiting us a yeah. lot, can, can hold us back to, to live our life as we really want to live it. And, and setting those boundaries, is, it's a way to say, hey, I'm loving myself, and to love myself, this is what I need. You cross that border, that means that I'm not respecting my boundaries. Mm. And if you don't respect your boundaries yourself, nobody, nobody will do for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So setting those boundaries and acting from love and being authentic, it's, it's for me crucial. But of course, there is a fear as well. And it's the fear of being accepted. Yeah. Um, the, best, the best way to overcome fears is to face them. So I encourage people to really face those fears and, and embrace them and learn them on and, and just flow with them. Because they are part of our self-growth as well. Definitely.
0: I love the way you just said that. It was so powerful. Yeah. I think when, when you, when we truly be a hundred percent authentic, we, we stop caring about the judgment and the opinions of others. And we, we truly believe in ourselves. We love ourselves and we trust that the decisions that we make in our life will genuinely help us move forward and stop living so much in the past, but be more, present and mindful in the in the in the present moment and also there's nothing wrong with having like a vision and a dream in you know, a long term it's just I tell people have that vision and that dream write it down somewhere you know think about it and talk, talk about it and visualize that you're going to have that one day kind of like the law of attraction but I tell people make sure you still take the daily action steps make sure you're still doing mm-hmm. towards those long term goals and that that long term vision today because that's not going to happen because that's in the future and what's happened in the past is already gone and it's, it's happened already it cannot change anything anymore so just focus on living right now present in the moment being grateful being happy being or if you're not that person yet at least like you know start that journey of becoming that person I think mm. that's important of just self awareness like being aware of your thoughts and who you are, so you can truly show up as the best version of yourself today like now, and that's why I always talk about action and for everyone to go and do one thing today that's gonna help you towards your dream and your long term vision
1: yeah there is there is actually a fine line with this that that you are saying with with the vision. I, I work with my clients. I, I, I help them to develop a holistic vision about their life. But the, this is something we, we have to be careful about. Mm-hmm. Because as Buddha said, the main cause of suffering for humans is attachment. Yeah. And what happens is that we get attached to those desires that we have for the future.
0: Yeah.
1: Attached to the expectations. And we get attached to the results that we want to get yeah. so it's something somehow like once I get that dream job I will be happy once I meet a woman like this I will be happy Mm -hmm. once I will have kids I will be happy and that doesn't work it's you have to be happy now because you have you need now to be you don't need anything else and and that's important to understand because if we work with a vision, like a three-year vision, and we are not able to practice gratitude and to be happy now, that may create anxiety and fears because, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I need to get there to be happy. Right? Yeah. It's not like that. So that's why it's important to practice that gratitude with everything we have right now. right? So saying... I'm happy with with the resources I have, have, I'm happy with the job I have right now, but I want more, right? Mm -hmm. And that's something that works also with the law of attraction. And that's a big misunderstanding about the law of attraction, is that somehow we are complaining about our present and subconsciously we have a frequency of vibration that is low and then we want to attract something that is uh, in a higher vibration. But subconsciously we are vibrating lower and we only attract the things that are at the same level. So we have to raise that vibration up here to attract these things that are here. And to raise that vibration here, we need to practice gratitude and to feel so grateful about our life today in a way that it's like saying to the universe, hey, thank you so much for everything. I want more. I'm ready to get more out of this. Mm.
0: I love that. I think that is the most, that's the, that's the most powerful way that you just ended Like <laughs> everything that you just shared in a, in a, in a nutshell. is basically one of the things that I'm super passionate about as well is once you're truly grateful for everything you ha- have and you wake up and you go to bed every day in a state of gratitude, just being happy with what you have because you know that there are so many millions and millions of people out there that don't have what you have right now. And that's that's a fact, it's not even my opinion, that's a fact. Whatever you have right now, there's someone out there that has a worse life than you, that's going through a worse crisis, that doesn't have water to drink, that doesn't have money like you, that doesn't have a roof over their head. So there's always someone out there that's worse off than you. That's why being grateful just for your life is the, is the, it's the best thing and, and the biggest thing that anyone can ever do for themselves but Mm -hmm. andonia i just want to thank you uh, once again like for for sharing all the wisdom and and all your your journey and your experience of life so far because i think all of the listeners have definitely got a lot of value from it i'm gonna go move on to the final four questions now because i know we're gonna Mm -hmm. gonna, run out of time otherwise but okay if if i could i would spend another couple of hours just having a chat with you because honestly i love genuine the reason why i love the podcast is because it's the only time I get where I can sit down and genuinely get deeper with, with someone and have these meaningful conversations where they can just, where this conversation is being recorded for other people to listen to because it's the same conversation I would have had have with you anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think yeah, it's, important absolutely. To, it's important to have those deep, meaningful connections and, and conversations today because that's how we learn as, as individuals. We, we're sharing our thoughts and helping each other but if we can spread that on the on the ma- on the macro and the long term then yeah. it will help more people of the world to find that same inspiration that we're looking for as well but the first question yeah. i got for you because i know you come from the, the transformation side of the, of, the, of the world i just have this really one simple question but i want you to let's see if you can fi- let's see if you can put it in a single sentence so what mm-hmm. does the word or how would you define the word self transformation
1: hmm self-transformation so self-transformation for me is to go from from the place that you you learned that you have to be to the place to where you truly are yourself i love that so so to go
0: from the place where you learn you have to be meaning other people have taught you that yeah life to the person that you really are today, authentic, that sort of meaning authenticity and um, the person you truly are, you know, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's short and sweet. Perfect. <laughs> um, honestly, that's that a good definition. The second question I have is something that I ask everyone. And I just find it really curious to kind of pick your brains with this, because it, I, I genuinely think this question helps a lot of people that, or the listeners right now, because they can go away with something and, and learn something new. So what one video or documentary or a movie that you've seen personally that's had a massive transformation or has changed your perception of life in some way, in a positive way? Can be a book as well?: The book is next. This one's a: okay. vid- This one's like a video or a documentary or a movie. The
1: book is coming up next. OK. there, there, is, there is one one uh, movie i saw many years ago and, and it had a massive impact on me and it's called i think that, let me check because i think in in, in english uh, i i saw it in spanish so i'm not sure if it's the yeah it's called the shift by wayne dyer
0: the shift by wayne dyer okay is that is that is it is that, is that a movie yeah it is okay. a movie okay wow nice okay I, i'm gonna 100% go and check that out then the shift, yeah. And why is that? Why, why, why did you say that? That that movie.
1: What did that do for you? Well, it, it it really makes you shift. If you are in a place of where where your ego is leading your life, and when where you are feeling that you are chasing for more and more, that movie really makes you uh, have a shift in, in, in your perspective.
0: Amazing, cool. All right, nice one. I'm I'm definitely personally gonna go check that out as well. Um, So now coming on to the third question is, what is that? I know, and trust me, I know there's more than one book that's changed your life, 100%. But what is the one that you recommend all the listeners to go back now and pick up, read, listen to, watch videos on? What's that one that they should go and pick up that
1: changed your life? Yeah. So for me, the book that really changed my life is The Science of Getting Rich and this is by Walter Wallace, and it's a book from, from the 90s, 20s or so, so it's, it's almost or over 100 years old. It's a very old book, and I have to say that I, many people probably, they have resistance as well to, to, to read this because of the rich uh, connotation. Yeah. But I have to say that he talks about richness in a very holistic way. So he talks about getting rich in terms of money. It's about getting rich in terms of life. Mm -hmm. And this book for me, I mean, I have been studying this book literally every night, reading something of this book and and really applying all the principles. And what you can find in in this book, it's like a compilation from the, the, the best ancient spiritual knowledge from quantum physics, from the secret, From what Napoleon Hill also said in Think and Grow Rich and all the books, it's a very great, great summary of everything you need to apply in order to live fully and to to find fulfillment and to create richness as well in every aspect of your life. So I totally recommend that book to everyone
0: love it amazing so guys make sure you go and pick up that book that's going to really really help you out I'm going to personally check it out myself I've got a whole list so what I've been doing is I've been creating a list of all the books that everyone's recommended on the podcast and the people that I, I, that I meet so when everyone when anyone ever messaged me and say oh, what books you recommend on personal growth or life I just send them this list and say pick up these books they're, mm-hmm. they're the best ones and, and they're from people yeah. that from people that have experienced it and have gone through it and told me that it's one of the best books that has changed their life
1: yeah that's not a book to read it's a book to study because if you read it you are not going to understand you have to study it
0: it's a bit like think and grow rich i believe because i read think and grow rich more than once and because i think when i read it the first time it was just oh everyone told me read the book and i read the book and i loved it but second time i read it and that's when i really studied it and you go deep into the 13 principles and you're like desire you know you go you actually go and really look deeper into why this person wrote the book and how comes it's how comes this is the one book that every single successful entrepreneur or business person in the world or the or successful person in the world has recommended that one book. So I, I told yeah. you it with that, like you have to study that book. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love it. I love it. So the last question I got for you and before we end the episode is if you can spend a few hours with someone to learn from their wisdom, whether they're dead or alive, who would that one person be? And this this question always gets deep and everyone starts
1: thinking. <laughs> so I think it would be the author of of that book, the author of The Science of Getting Rich. Okay. Water Wallace. Okay. He 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 he's dead, of course, because he's very old but yeah if i could if i could to spend a few what's hours reason? with what? what what's the reason why i think because he was um he was very advantageous student in 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 their age and there was no one like him and he was really studying a, the, the the top masters on on this area of personal growth and 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 wealth and richness and and he, he's just amazing the, the way he explains everything. So, so yeah, because what I notice is that everyone that is, is now teaching things and about all of this in, in the self-development, it all goes to the same principles that he's talking about. Definitely, yeah, I agree. So, so yeah, that would be the person.
0: Okay, amazing. I love that. I love that. So Andoni, this is the end of the episode. I'm super grateful that you you shared what you shared and and I, and i and I know for sure that everybody listening got a lot of value. What is the best way for everybody to go and reach out to you and to connect with you to to get guidance and help from you? Which platforms do you use the most and um you, basically, how can they reach out to you if they if they if they're struggling with something or they want to ask you a question, what are the platforms mm-hmm. that do you use the most?
1: uh well i usually use linkedin i have to say that i'm not so active on social media because what i love is to really have personal connections and to to have deep conversations with people so i rather to focus on, on my clients and my students yeah um, i, I, but I truly
0: think andoni i, tr- I honestly like, i'm just gonna put my input out there just maybe for your own kind of growth as well i think because i'm, I'm exactly like you bro honestly like i love my 100 percent face-to-face connections but I'm telling you now the majority of the good friends and the genuine people I've met today in my life they have all come from social media because Mm -hmm. I take my real life connections I take my online connections sorry to real life so I meet people from Instagram that, that are my fans or my followers or genuinely has supported my content I meet if they're in London I say let's meet for coffee and I meet them And that's how Mm. I've made some amazing, some some of my my closest and best friends now are from social media, meaning Mm. i met them in real life and they've become my best friends. So I truly believe in social media. And I know what you're saying. I don't, I'm not the person that spends hundreds of hours just scrolling through meaningless things in social media, but I think it's an amazing way for us as, you know, doing the work that we're doing. If we want to help more people, we have to be in more people's Mm. eyes.
1: So yeah yeah totally agree with that totally agree with that and it's something i have still pending in in, in my plan so yeah, yeah, that's good so yeah. yeah just nowadays i'm not so active because life has been uh, changing a lot in the last uh, few years that's so, a good thing yeah but uh, yeah people can reach me out uh, through linkedin so we can have a conversation or a message or just have a conversation do you afterwards. Your name on linkedin it's a-n-d-o-n-i silva with v and also my website andonisilva.com there i have a 12 minute meditation short uh, and it's it's great to to practice this so i encourage people to practice this meditation for three weeks and then they can decide you know if, if their life it's Upgrade in a bit, then continue, and if not, just give up. But at least try it out. And that meditation is um, backed up by science, and and it's it's very very interesting. I got very good feedback out of it. So that's a way as well of of connecting with me.
0: Amazing, cool. Well, Andoni, thank you so much once again for everything that you shared, and and you guys listening. I hope you go and reach out to Andoni. He's an amazing individual. Honestly, you can learn so much from him. And as he said, he may not be active right now on social media, but he's going to learn to be better at, at, at being on there and reply to you guys. He's very good at replying because every time I've, I've messaged him on, on LinkedIn, he has always replied to me pretty, pretty quickly. So I would say for you guys listening, personally, go, on, go and um, connect with him on LinkedIn if you're using that platform. And if you're not, then guys, I don't know what you're doing, create a LinkedIn account and go and add both of us <laughs> because it's a platform that you should be learning from a lot of people that you can gain a lot of um, good quality content from that I would say, personally, I have been getting myself. And you can make genuine, real connections on this. So definitely check that platform out. But I just want to say massive thank you. What's the last message that you can leave for everyone, Andoni, before I end this?
1: Your last uh... spiritual wisdom. Yeah, very, very short sentence. Believe in yourself more than in anyone else. I love it. Believe in yourself
0: more than anyone else. And Tony, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I will see you guys all in the next episode. And, Andoni, I will definitely 100% please I want to catch up again soon and have a conversation with you about the next stages of, of your journey and, and what we're both up to.
1: So, thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sadiq. It was my pleasure to be here with you.
0: No worries. Take care of yourself.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye if you're still there i just want to say a massive thank you
0: for your attention and your time it really means a lot to me please do me one favor and subscribe to this podcast share it with your friends and leave a rating on whichever platform you're listening to this it would honestly mean the world to me thank you so much once again i hope that this episode brought value and inspiration into your life and i'll see you guys next week